Mountain Wedding Talk, your weekly go-to for inspiration and education for your beautiful Rocky Mountain wedding with your hosts, Patricia and Erica. This meeting is being recorded. She is not the same person. No, she's not. She's like, who is this person in the box? You know? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, hello, listeners. Welcome back to Mountain Wedding Talk. I am Patricia up in Wyoming, and my partner in crime is in Montana. Say hey. Hey, Erica. <laughs> so we have we have a, um, a great topic today, and I think, what are, what are we talking about, Erica? Oh, determining the size of your wedding. Yeah, this one, this one always sticks with me and it, and it, I, and I'll share why down the road here. Um, <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about that. And um, so some of the things we're going to go over is, you know, before you even do anything, we need to look at your budget. You need to look yes. at your location and then who you should invite and who you want to invite and the pros and cons of the size of your wedding which that's where we're going to get into some stuff. So budget, yeah. everything in your wedding is determined by how much money you have to spend. So if you have a lot of money to spend, you can invite as many people as you want. I mean, if you have unlimited, you know, if, if you have, you know, over six figures to spend, invite three, four, 500 people go for it and have nuts, you know, just go crazy. Every person that you invite to your wedding, what is it? Is it roughly a hundred dollars, $150? I would say I would go $150, About $150, yeah. $200 a person. Um, yeah. So, and that's going to cover, you know, the meal, the, the venue, the, you know, all of the things, your bar, um, that's how much money it costs per person to have a wedding. And obviously the 150 is on the low side. So, it is. It you is, know, um, you, that's bare minimum. That's not any extras. That's not none of the fancy stuff you can. I mean, gosh, you can do up to $500 a person easy. Mm -hmm. So you know, every time you start thinking about, oh, well, I want, um, we have a lot of, a lot of couples that they have champagne taste and a beer budget. I'm going to be very, very brutally honest. When you see things on Pinterest and you see this amazing flower arrangement, that thing probably costs you know, $10,000 just for that. One of those big arch, you know, that has flowers, like it looks like a fairy tale. Your bouquet is going, you know, those big humongous, oh my God, isn't that beautiful? It's depending on the type of flowers that are in there. It's how big it is. That can be five, $600, you know? So you have to really look at what you can afford. Um, you know, Sometimes it comes down to, well, you have to cut two appetizers or you have to cut 50 people from your wedding. So, you know, what's more important to you? Um, there's location. So, you know, Patricia, what kind of what kind of location issues do you come across? You know, with that? Well, for me, it's um, some locations 
you have to use their preferred um, vendor and caterer, mm-hmm. which can sometimes lead into a pretty expensive per plate mm-hmm. type of thing. You know, um, looking at the low end is $18. You know, looking at the high end is probably about $100 a plate. And you're, you know, average, what an average wedding, is, mm-hmm. what I consider small is probably 129 folks. Mm-hmm. And um, so the issues with location is, do they have a nice kitchen? Can they allow your, you know, your your caterer in there, depending if you wanted it. I mean, some of our, our couples like food trucks and things like that, but some locations are pretty fussy about who steps into their venue. And it also, yeah. And how many people it holds. So if you want, you know, if you want a 200 person wedding, but your venue caps out at, you know, 125, well, then either you're going to have to cut your list down to 125 or you're going to have to find a different location. So, you know, when you're looking, you know, if you have your heart 100% stuck on a specific venue, find out how many people they allow because they don't all, you know, allow you to do whatever you want. They all have that. And I know how much you love tents and so forth. And one, uh, one area that I came across and my poor couple because of inclement weather, the tent company said, this is how many guests it accommodates, but mm-hmm. they did not, they did not share with the tent company that they wanted everything under the tent. Right. The bartender, the, the whole nine yards. So it took a little bit of creative crushing of tables and chairs and people were pretty tight. So, you know, keeping that in mind is a big deal in regards to how many people you want. So let's say, for instance, you did, you only had so much room for a tent. So remember, keep that formula in mind. Well, and there's, yeah. And, you know, there's how much room, you know, how much space you have to fit the tent. Um, mm-hmm. It comes down to your budget again. I'm always going to go back to your budget. You're, I know. Because tents are expensive. If you want, you know, it all depends on your configuration on how many people you can fit under a tent. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, round, or do you have round tables? Do you have banquet tables? Do you have a combination of both? And then it's going to depend on like what size dance floor you have, depending on how many people you have. And then, you know, are you having a band? Are you having a DJ? Um, are you having a buffet? Are you having plated? Is it, you know, a two-sided buffet? Is it a one-sided buffet? I mean, it's, there's so many different factors and it all comes down to budget. So if you have, um, let's say $20,000, and you want to invite 200 people and you want, um, you know, this charcuterie board and, you know, this big buffet and all this. Um, I'm going to tell you, no, it's not going to happen because it's, it's just not like if, especially if it's a tent or, or, um, you know, a specific venue that maybe, <laughs> is very expensive. So you need to, you need to take all these things under consideration. Um, you know, again, the easiest way to save money on a wedding is to cut your guest list. You know, there are certain vendors and I'm, I'm never going to say don't hire that vendor. Um, you know, I think you should always have a photographer. 
because you don't want your guests, you don't want to rely on your guests to take the pictures. You don't want to, you don't want to put your guests to work. And I know there's a lot of vendors out there that say, oh, well, you can get so-and-so to help. And it depends on what kind of wedding you're having. I mean, if, if it's, you know, if you're, if you're having a wedding in your backyard and you're inviting friends and family and it's relatively small and, you know, it's kind of very informal, then yes, by all means, you know, get the, get the, the women folk or the men folk together and put that shit together and have fun. But if, yeah, I, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. You know, you can do so much more when you're when you have less people. <laughs> yes. Well, and even if you had, so that same $20,000 is going to get you something absolutely amazing with 50, 60 people where you might like, get mediocre with, you know, 100, 150 people. So, well, you know, the, um, the average, what they were claiming for 2022 mm-hmm. is $27,000. Yes. I know. You know, Look, so that, I, and I, 120 people, I think it's very comfortable. I, my favorite size wedding, I don't know. I go back and forth. I love 75. I uh, love sure. 75 people. Um, but then I've had weddings that had over 300 and I was like, oh my God, this is so much fun. You know, it's just like. It just looks great. And there's people and everybody's dancing and it's just like this, you know, I, know. I had this big, big party, big party, big party. I had this big Italian wedding and it was like, you know, it was fantastic. Oh God, all I can think about is food. <laughs> oh gosh, yes. But, you know, there are, I'm not going to say, you know, it absolutely 100% can't be done. You just have to know where to cut corners that are effective and without cutting what you want. Um, so, you know, obviously I'm going to say always get a photographer, 100%, no, no ifs, ands, or buts on that. Yeah. I should go into your budget. Number one. Yes. Um, catering. If food is important to you and you do not want your mother, your grandmother, your mother-in-law, your aunts to have to worry about you know, making sure everything is, is, you know, done and, and all that by all means get a caterer because then you don't have to worry about dishes and making sure that, you know, everybody has enough food and it's just so much easier. Just get the caterer. Um, I know there's going to be some vendors that are going to be very upset with me right now and I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm ready to take it. Um, hair and makeup. I don't necessarily, if, if you are one of those people that don't wear a lot of makeup and are very low maintenance, you know, unless you want to be pampered for the day and you really want that, then by all means get it. And, and you should. Um, but if, you know, your, your cousin or your sister, one of your bridesmaids are really good at, at hair and makeup, then, you know, have them do it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, well, here's, here's here's food for thought too. So when you're doing your well with your budget and you're thinking about your guest list, and it's adult only, so now you're not dealing with. I mean, I know that children they eat differently and and they the cost is differently, but 
I don't know. An adult only wedding is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I, mean, I have to say, yeah. as a planner. Yeah. Okay. But I have to, I have to finish on this hair and makeup thing. Because okay, got it. Sorry. If, if you are, um, a, a, a hairstylist and makeup artist, they do magic things. They make your hair look exactly the same and they make your makeup not run and it will last all day long. I don't know what kind of wizardry they do, but they do. So if that is something that is very important to you and is non-negotiable, then by all means, yes, absolutely. 100% get the hair and makeup. So I, I guess what it comes down to is you have to prioritize. And one of the things that I do with my clients is we sit down and prioritize what are your top three things that are most important to you for this wedding? Is it food? Is it music? Is it the overall um, uh, feeling, you know, the ambiance, the decor? Um, Is it the attire? Is it the cake? What means the most to you? The location. Um, yeah, the location. So stop real quick on the location because I keep forgetting. Uh-huh. We're a destination. Yes. So there's additional cost involved in the yes. destination. Yes. So think about that too. Right. So just like when you do a destination wedding down in the Caribbean, you know, it's usually, you know, 20 to 40, 50 people that you invite. And they all go because you have travel. You know, if you have a budget where you're paying for people's travel, you know, take that in consideration. If you're not, you know, that's an extra added expense that people are doing that everybody is traveling someplace. Um, You know, I, I know there's a lot of people that have a connection to somewhere around here where they may have gone to college here. The parents might still live here. Um, you know, there's a relative who has a ranch that they're going to use, but keep in mind if, if a majority of the people do not live around the place that you pick, you know, that's another expense that, you know, you have to expect, which means that less people might show up because, you know, if they have to fork out a thousand dollars for airline tickets and then hotel or Airbnb, plus food, plus, you know, car rental, all this stuff, that's something that you really have to take into consideration. So, um, you know, so back to the important thing of, you know, what's most important to you. You pick prioritize your top three, you know, if, if having your closest 200 friends and family there to celebrate that day with you is non-negotiable and is number one, then, you know, we can, you can probably cut on other things. You know, you can probably find some other ways to accommodate that, but, you know, you really have to figure out your guest list and what, what it comes down to is your budget, what's important to you, and then your guest list. So who to invite? Oh. Yeah, I mean, if you have a large family, and then it, I think emotionally, if it's going to upset you that somebody's angry that they're not going to be at your wedding, who cares? You, you know, so what? You, you know I mean, what? 
Did they invite you to their wedding? If not, I know, like, not a problem. Yeah. You haven't talked to them in a year. Who cares? Yeah, Feelings you don't matter. Sorry. It's like, oh my gosh. So really, how big is your budget? That's really, we're going to keep saying that. Budget, budget, budget. And then but the farther away you get married, you know, let's say, for instance, you do have $30,000 for your wedding. And you want to spend it with 10 or 15 people and you want to fly them in. I mean, I'm just thinking of all the possibilities, how unique your wedding day could be with just giving that experience for those close people. But if your family, you have a hundred, you know, uncles and aunts and grandmas and all that stuff, I guess that is a difficult decision. At least for me, I don't come from a very big family, so I don't know what heartstrings that would be pulling on me. That would be your turn. I've got a flow chart. Ready? Okay. okay. So who to invite to your wedding? Is the person, so first of all, you're going to write down everybody that you can think of, family, friends, whatever. And then, you know, of course, the parents are going to have their friends and, you know, acquaintances and coworkers and whatever. Just put every dent, but everybody on a piece of paper. Then you go through and you divide them up. Okay. Is this person related to you? If they are, will it create family drama if they're not invited? Because, you know, if there will be family drama, if they're not invited, put them on the, put them on the yes list. Okay. If they are not related to you, do you work with them? Do you, what kind of relationship do you, you know, is it a working relationship? Uh-huh. If it is a working relationship, do you spend time together socially? Do you have a relationship outside of the workplace? Mm-hmm. If that's yes, have you talked to them about your wedding? Have you like planned about, you know, had some plans? Yeah. If that is yes, is there, are they going to make your wedding fun? Mm-hmm. If they are, then yes, invite them. If they're going to be a pain in the ass and they, they're going to just like stress you out, then no. Okay. If the person is not related to you, have you been in contact with them? Or if, if, if they're either related to you, they're a friend, if you work with them, have you been in contact with them for a year, for at least the last year? If the answer is no, are they going to make the wedding fun? If the answer is no, cut them. If the answer is yes, like, oh my God, they would be so much fun to have around, then- Does it bring joy? I like that one. Does Does it bring, do they bring joy to you? Then yes. (laughs) If you have not spoken to them in the last year and you have not talked about the wedding with them, then no. No. You know, did they invite you to their wedding? No. Then, then don't invite them. Um, you know, it's, it's very, it's very kind of cut and dry, really. If you think about it, um, Mm -hmm. you know, always start with family because, you know, you're, and how, how far do you want to go? I mean, do you want to invite the cousins? Do you want to invite, um, you know, your mother's aunt or, you know, you just, you have to really kind of think about, what and then you know when you get to your friends if it's a friend that you haven't spoken to in years 
and you might say hi every once in a while on Facebook, then maybe not. But if it's one of those friends that you can't imagine your day without, then absolutely they're going to be there. Um, You know, don't invite your entire Facebook friend list. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> because how many of those people they know they're gonna know you're getting married? Because <laughs> they all know, yeah, they all know you're getting married, and you probably talk yep. about your wedding on Facebook. That does not mean that you should invite them to your wedding. Like, I guess we have to put another little thing in there. Have you met them in real life? If you haven't met them Whoa. in real life, then you probably don't need to invite them to the wedding. Unless, oh you know, it's yeah. like you have this relationship that you have this bond and they are just, again, somebody that you could just cannot see going through your day without them. Um, so that's kind of the short and we'll, we'll definitely put um, one of the, one of many flowcharts that there are out there in the world on um, should you invite or not in, in show notes and stuff. And um, yeah, we'll put but those in there. there's also you know, and I don't, we, we may have talked about this before is the size of your wedding party. You know, mm-hmm. if you only have 75 people at your wedding, you know, 15 people, in your- 15 <laughs> people on each side, would be a little much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, unless you want everybody in your wedding. Unless party. you want everybody in the wedding <laughs> party. And that's, and you can do that too. And everybody just stands and you there know, you go. They, I you, like- you're in the middle and everybody stands around you. I know. It's great. I'm with you though. The 75 sounds so perfect. It, it's just, um, it's not too many. And honestly, I don't know how many, unless you have, like my husband has this stupid big family. Um, you know, he's, he's the youngest of six. And when the immediate family gets together, there's, you know, 25, 30 people there. So, wow. and that's not, I mean, that's just brothers and sisters and, you know, their kids. So I get that when you come from a big family, 75 is really hard because how do you, how do you not? You say I, no to Uncle Bob. Right. Because <laughs> Uncle Bob's going to be just pissed to high hell, you know, oh, yeah. if he doesn't get to eat some cake or something. Um, <laughs> but I really, I really think, you know, the one, one twenty, one thirty, is, is a really good number for people are really that close to, maybe it's just me. I don't know. No, and I, I, I think it's, and it's perfect in regards to your balance, you know, because what average budget? Yeah, I want to take a poll. I want people yeah. to comment on how many family members and close friends they have that, you know, that would warrant, you know, having 200 plus people. I know. I have a wedding coming up next year that's 450. I got a 300 next year. I don't so, know yes. three, I'm, I'm just gonna. I don't know three hundred. I know. I know. I, and it, you know, it's maybe. I, I'm not even gonna say, but I think that, you know, yay. Um, if you have that type of budget, because you know, it. For me, when I take a look at the cost of of having a wedding, and that's the reason why we're going a little more simple on the decor, is the experience for the guest is their food and the alcohol, and um, you know, so the decor wasn't important in this size right. wedding. You know, well, simple black and white. I think a lot of people get sticker shock when 
they talk to these vendors, you know, they, they, they put their list together, you know, let's just use the, the number 200 and then they meet with the caterer and they, you know, they do all this food. They want, you know, four or five after five or six appetizers. They want, you know, open bar. They want, you know, all the top of the line food because they're foodies and the catering bill comes out to $20,000 and, yes. and they're like, what? Yeah. It's like, and it's you know, and I that's, mean, and that doesn't even include alcohol. Right. And that's just food. That's not, yes. you know, your plates, your glasses, the linens, the alcohol, the anything. Um, yeah. You know, and I, I, my heart goes out to the guest. Yeah. And so when you want to get all crazy and have your wedding and then you turn around and you serve pizza because you want to cut <laughs> cost, I think not. I mean, I love you pizza girls and boys and all that good stuff. But when you when you're talking, let's say 200 people, do you really want to offer pizza? But is that what's important to them? I mean, oh, true. I mean, if yeah. you have I had a wedding that their favorite favorite restaurant was cafe Rio mm. and that's what they got. And every, you know, we, we served it and you know, all that, yeah. but that's yeah. what they loved. And that's, that was their personality. Um, Chick-fil-A is, you know, I've had people filet. So I, I think it's, you know, it's your personality. And if people know that, I mean, your guests, you're the who you're inviting to your wedding should know you well enough to know that yeah. girl we're having you know pizza i had a couple from la that um they're they're in the industry and they all came and they had pizza and along with the pizza them you know and it's 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 all like it was dominoes i mean there were very different you know, yeah. Flavors yeah. and, but you know there was the salads and the you know all the things yeah. that go with it. It came a long but, way, I have to say. And they really, you know, you would have expected, like I would have expected, you know, a couple in the entertainment industry, um, having a wedding with you know all these big falutin people that they would do like crazy, right. but they were down. They were totally down to earth and they wanted simple. They wanted to show their LA friends that not everything has to be crystal and, you know, mm-hmm. all the, all the things. So, um, cool. yeah, it's just, it's, but, you know, I do, I do get some couples that get a little sticker shock with the catering and, and oh, they absolutely. Actually, yes. You know, it's the past hors d'oeuvres, you know, they want it. I mean, I like the past hors d'oeuvres myself, you right. know, it keeps, especially if you're the, the couple that doesn't do the first look and you know, that you're, you're, I, I guess your guests will be there an hour, an hour and a half. You definitely want to serve them some type of appetizer along with their beverages. And that's a big deal. So, you know, factoring um, that in. Yeah. So one of the things, you know, that people, they start out strong and you know, they pan and then all of a sudden at the end, because they start getting the bills in and everything starts adding up and then three, yeah. or four months before the wedding, they're like, oh my God, yeah, I don't have enough money. I need to they're cut now, stuff. They're now paying and the most final of the bills. time, 
and most of the time it's too late because things yeah. have already been ordered. Things have already, you know, the process is already going. So things, you know, make sure you ask as early as possible, like with catering, a buffet isn't just, I mean, isn't always the least expensive way to go. You know, right. it's, there's this, this false sense of, um, you know, back in the, back in the eighties where, you know, Vegas and the buffets or the cruise ships and the buffets and everybody, you know, buffets, everybody thinks they're the, the least expensive way to do it because people are going up and, you know, they're getting their own food, but there's, there's different costs involved. And the, I've talked to a couple of caterers and it turns out that plated meals are actually more cost efficient. Why you ask? Well, let me tell you. When you do a buffet, if you have three proteins, you have to have enough of those three proteins for everybody. So, and you might have, and everybody might want fish. So you might have, you know, your beef and chicken barely touched, you know, except for the people who take three meals, basically. When you have a plated meal, you know, people tell you what they want. They get exactly that. So you don't have a lot of stuff left over and wasted and they don't have to order all this extra food. They know that, you know, 20 people ordered chicken, 17 people ordered fish. You know, it's, they know that. And they might get a couple extras just because, you know, things happen, but they don't have to order you know, triple of everything. Um, like the vegetarian meal, if you put a vegetarian option out on that buffet, you have to have enough for everybody because lo and behold, somebody's going to see it. It's on the buffet. They want that too. So, you know, but when you- Yeah, and it goes hand in hand with your gluten-free, all of right. that stuff. I mean, yeah. it you can't control, like you can't have that. Yeah. You know, we didn't but order that much. Yep, so the best way to control your food costs is to have people check what they want so that catering can order the that food. You so, know, and it's interesting because it, the misconception is a plated meal seems so elegant and spendy. Mm-hmm. You no, know, and and you're correct in regards to that, and it really reduces your your catering cost. I mean, yes, you have more people. Like they they use more serving staff, but I guarantee you, it's going to be cheaper. You know, in the long run to do it the other way. Now, I'm not saying that is written in stone and every caterer is like that. That's not what I'm saying. That I'm saying to check with your catering on the price options, um, you know, is family style going to be, you know, is that going to be more efficient and cost-effective for your situation? You know, you can do a combination of them. Sometimes we have like plated salads And then we do, you know, or a family style salad and then plated dinners. So, you know, there's all kinds of different things, but, you know, that's where you have to talk to your, talk to the head chef, talk to the catering company and figure out what you can do. Um, Yeah. I mean, you know, and and so I think, I think we'll have some information in our show notes. I mean, we, we talked about knowing your pricing prior to that final bill coming through. If you have this really cool spreadsheet, you'll see the overall cost. Yeah, you know, and, and keeping you in line and knowing when things are due and stuff like that. So helping you budget, yes. you know, is one of the key things because I know that um, some of you use your credit card, some of you save <laughs> a year, you know, and that and so your final payments usually come, you know, within 
six to 60 days prior and all of a sudden you get hit with everything. Don't take a loan out for your wedding. Don't take a loan out for your wedding. Yeah. Don't, take don't a loan do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. That's what we tell you. Because, so, you know, I know that when you talked about sticker shock though, Eric, I'm going to touch on this. Okay. Um, sticker shock seems to happen with our profession as well. And it's, it's quite interesting because planners, believe it or not, can help you reduce some cost. And, um, you know, and that's another episode that we can share with you as well in regards to how we can do that for you. But I want you to remember that um, we're part of that. You know, we're part of um, your budget. And when your planner says you can't afford to have this or you can have this, but you have to give up something, do not get mad at them. Because I've been wa- I watch um, Love It or List It and I'm a big Hillary fan on that show. And to watch her go, you can have your bathroom or you can have this power room. I love that. Which one do you want? And they're like, both. Well, then I need more money or you have to cut one. And I'm going to tell you the same thing. So I am not going to tell you, oh, make it happen. No, because sometimes you can't. Like, it's just not going to happen. Things don't just come out of the air. So, um, yeah, so we, we're there. We help you. I mean, we really help you decide on the important details of it. And it will, I mean, I, you know, I can't, gosh, I can go on oh. a soapbox and, and go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. You, know, you know what? This is where if you can't make that decision um, and people are wondering what to get you for a wedding present, um, maybe, you know, your grandparents or, you know, uncles or what, or whatever, they go in and purchase your photographer's fee. And that way you can take that money and put it towards something that you Isn't really that want. Fabulous. You know, That's fabulous. you can just, you know, ask for things that, you know, can help you get what you want. So, you yeah, know, do a registry. Oh my gosh. Yes, yes, yes. Do, I mean, just be creative with it. Um, I've had couples where, you know, it was like, well, we're going to gift you appetizers, you know, for your wedding. I know it sounds really um, weird and, and stuff, but if that's what is most important to you, they're giving you what you want. You know, um, I've had mothers that they gift hair and makeup, um, you know, they gift the desserts. So, you know, there's, there's all kinds of things you can do. So, yeah. Well, probably. I love it. Yep. Okay. I love it. I'm going to do a blog on that. I know. Um, so, you know, some of the pros and cons obviously are when you have a smaller group, you spend less money or you can spend the same amount of money, but have more, more stuff, more elaborate, uh, better, you know, not a better experience, but, um, a more elaborate experience. Um, but you know, a big wedding, you've got your people, you've got, you know, like everybody's there and you didn't leave anybody out. And you, you know, even though you may have to cut some things back, everybody's together. So, you know, the pros and cons come down to, what you want and and what you're willing to to give up for that so that's what i got i know <laughs> it's it's hard but you know we have seen some tremendously beautiful weddings 
for oh. a lot less than you think. Yeah. Yeah. There's all kinds of little tricks, especially with decor. You know, yeah. you can you can make something that looks absolutely fabulous and expensive. And oh my God, how do they do that? And it doesn't cost as much as you think it does. But then there's other things that, you know, the sticker price is going to go, you're going to go, what? <laughs> how come it costs that much? Um, one thing to note in this day and age with the cost of gas prices, with the cost of food, with, you know, the way the economy is, everything is more expensive right now. So you're going to have to really, um, if you are on a very strict budget, you're going to have to make those choices and decide, you know, what your top three are. So. All right. Well, I think we have exhausted our. I think so. (laughs) If you have, yeah, you know, and as always, if you have any questions or you have ideas or thoughts or you think we're completely crazy and disagree with everything we say, um, feel free to contact us. Um, you know, Please hello at mountainbuddingtalk.com and um, I will personally answer you and, and I won't be me and I promise. So. <laughs> but again, it's, it's always a pleasure and I'm so happy for all of our listeners and for tuning in and, um, you know, happy November. You know, the holidays are upon us and I'm so excited. Yeah, it's the end of November. When this, when this comes yeah. out, it'll be, it'll be the end of November. So. It will be, and we have finished our little Thanksgiving, so we'll be able to say thanks. And And then we'll go right into our little Christmas time. Yay! I'm already, I've already got Christmas lined up. We're just going to get ready to play. Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa, all the fun holidays. Oh Oh my gosh. Okie dokie. Well, a pleasure. See you guys soon. Thank you for listening. Always a pleasure, Erica. As always. And we'll see you next time. Bunch of crazy planners. See ya. Ciao. You've been listening to Mountain Wedding Talk, your weekly go-to for inspiration and education for your beautiful Rocky Mountain wedding with your hosts, Patricia and Erica. If you'd like more information, please visit our website at mountainweddingtalk.com. Thanks for listening.